Next on the Shmi Show, we have someone that I am so excited to introduce to you guys. Not only am I interviewing her today, but she will also be giving us a live performance later on. Welcome to the Shmi Show, singer, songwriter, and friend, Taylor Toe! Hey! What's up? How are you? I am so excited. I'm just so excited to be here and do this with you. How are you? I'm great. I was saying to you before that you, you look like an angel in heaven right now with the backlight. <laughs> it's jokes on everyone else. I'm so angelic, but like not really. Yeah, all right. <laughs> before we get too ahead of ourselves, tell the yes. audience in your own words, who is Taylor Tobe? That is a loaded question, but we will try to keep it um, as simple as possible. I am yeah. a singer-songwriter. I and touring musician. I grew up in Titton Falls, New Jersey, and I moved to New York City when I was 23 in like early 2019 to go back to school. Um, so I've been kind of like back and forth between there and everything like that. Um, I toured with Remember Jones, which is a 12 piece soul band. Love I them. took my own band for a while around the country, um, which is really awesome. I dabbled in classic rock. I dabbled in pop rock and EDM and everything like that. Um, a little bit of country here and there. I, I really kind of take pride in my like diversity as an artist. And now I'm stepping in more of like the pop realm, kind of like what you hear today on the radio, like Dua Lipa, Ariana Grande, um, even like a little bit of like, I left my heart in New York City kind of has this like Post Malone vibe who I like yeah. love so randomly. Yeah. I think he's so awesome. I love R&B. I love her. I love Moonchild. So I take like a lot of inspiration from like so many different artists, so many different people from the Eagles up until, you know, like Amy Winehouse and Adele um, and, and people yeah. today. So I, I've struggled a lot within my music. I've struggled a lot like within myself, but today Taylor Tote is just a very diverse artists who likes to dip their toes into everything that they can. Um, and I think that just kind of makes me like a more like well-rounded person and well-rounded artist. Oh, absolutely. Because mm. one of your songs, and you know this already, I don't need to tell you that I love one of your newest songs, uh, Multivitamin. I yeah. cannot get enough of that fucking song, Taylor. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm always texting you, like, still listening to it, still listening to it. Like, oh, you hit 5,000 streams. I'm 4,000 of them. Probably not even kidding. <laughs> love it. I'm so cool with that. Yeah, totally yeah. love that. Because, like, that is, like, pop Taylor, like, personified. Yeah, I seriously, like, that song, I was, like, really nervous to even release. Like, I was excited. I was so excited for everyone to hear it. But I was like, is, every, is anyone going to get it? Like, is anyone going to get <laughs> what I'm doing. And I still think that like a lot of people don't, and I guess that's okay. Like it doesn't, it's funny when people are like, Oh, don't care about what people think. And it's like, mm -hmm. well, my career kind of is based on what people think. <laughs> like people need to like what I'm doing in order for me to be successful. So it kind of does matter, but like, you know, I was like, I don't know if people still get it, but as long as they like it and they're into it, that's like really, really awesome. Yeah. Do you think that helped the launch of the following, the follow-up single of I Left My Heart in New York City? Because I even feel like that is generating a lot of streams lately too. Yeah, I think it definitely helped. I think that um, 
Well, I guess kind of going back to like my 21 minute drive EP, which I released in March. Um, which we'll talk about in a second, was really, by the way, because I'm yeah, we could. I'm so excited to go into that for sure. But <laughs> that was kind of like the launch of um, my like pop sounds. Like I had done some pop mm -hmm. stuff before, but that was like collaborations. Whereas like, no, this is this is who Taylor Toad is now. And like, get used to it, people. Like, this is what you're going to be looking you know, forward to. And multivitamin yeah. was like still pop, but like still different from 21 minute drive. And it was the same thing with, I left my heart yeah. in NYC where like it was still pop, but still different from multivitamin. So I'm still mm -hmm. trying to show my diversity within even like my pop sound and like the things that I'm doing within that. But I think that, um, the multivitamin definitely helped. I left my heart in NYC, which I also think now going into like the next set of releases, like all of it just kind of like helps lead into like what's next, like where is this going? Mm -hmm. And there's totally. there's a, you know, there's a place, it's going somewhere. It's just yeah. kind of all leading up mm -hmm. to it for sure. So let's talk about something that is totally Taylor Toad. And it was Ooh, the latest yes. EP, 21 Minute Drive. Very mm -hmm. much fuck the fuck boys. Very much don't play with my heart. You just have this like edge almost to you on that EP where I then finally, for the first time, understood who you were. Like the narrative is there and the story is told in mm -hmm. this 21 minute drive EP, which by the way, brilliant title. I'm assuming you were probably struggling for a title and you're like, well, it's perfect for a 21 minute drive. <laughs> I, I, I love telling the story of this, of this title of the EP because I, I wanted it so badly to be representative of how we created the EP in itself. Okay. And I, okay. and I, and Russell, my producer and I mm -hmm. like thought really hard and long about this. Like we were bouncing ideas off of each other constantly. Mm -hmm. And, and I was just like, it just never felt it just never felt right. So basically Russell Hayden and I, mm -hmm. we, when we decided, okay, we're going to do an EP, we're going to do four songs. We basically decided that we were going to do an EP, wrote all four of the songs, <laughs> probably even more, like a little bit more than that, because we, okay. we were trying to get like, you know, which one is going to be the best or which one feels, yeah. which ones feel the best. Mm -hmm. All of this happened within a span of three weeks in wow. January and we were both quarantined. Mm -hmm. So like I wasn't really leaving my house. He wasn't really leaving his house. Mm -hmm. So, and I had never recorded something at home ever, like on my own. And I was so nervous. Um, but Russell really helped me a lot. We were on a lot of zoom calls. We were on a lot of FaceTime calls, um, doing a lot of things over voice memos. Um, a lot of things over text. Like we were just on the phone constantly um and we never met like we never met throughout this whole time i mean like we're friends obviously we no but like before. met together to but like never like during yes. this time mm -hmm. right like we just never got together and it was just so crazy wow. so i was like this we need to have a title to this ep like i don't want it to have anything to do with covid Please, for the love of God, <laughs> nothing to do with COVID um, yeah, because that yeah. will drive me nuts. 
And then uh-huh, also, uh-huh. Um, but quarantine but love, about, like fuck that. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like quarantine <laughs> sessions, right? Like no, 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 no. Um, and so we were kind of playing with like, and when you ha- like when you record voice memos, I don't, I don't know how many people actually use their voice memos, but mm-hmm. um, your voice memos now they pop up as like where you are, so it pops up as an address or oh, something like that. Interesting. When you okay. record it, yeah. So a lot of times, like my address comes up if I'm at my house or like Russell's mm-hmm, address mm-hmm. will come up if he's at mm-hmm. his house. Mm-hmm, but sometimes mm-hmm. like, you know, if you're walking around Red Bank, like sometimes I record melodies in my car or while I'm mm. walking around town or in the city. Mm-hmm. So like the, the names of things just like kind of pop up. So even like Pinebrook Deli is right by like where my parents live in Tinton Falls. Okay. So like Pinebrook sometimes would come up and he's like, why don't we call it the Pinebrook sessions? And I'm like, no (laughs) like i i don't know and then and then i was like what about like voice memos and he was like charlie puth has voice notes and i'm like uh like i'm just trying to find different things and then there were so many ideas and then i think it was russell's sister who said like why don't you call it six feet apart and i didn't hate it but it still felt like it had something to do with covid and i was and it did like that's the six feet apart thing like social distancing all this i'm like no, like that's not right. But I liked the idea. And I said, well, realistically, Russell and I were more than six feet apart. We were yeah. miles apart. And so I looked up the address, like my uh-huh. address to his address, and it was 17 miles or a 21 minute drive. And I was like, do we want to call it, you know, 17 miles apart or 17 miles away? Do we want to call it uh-huh. 21 minute drive? And like, that was it. Like we were just like yeah. 21 minute yeah. drive is like really, yeah. really cool. And I was so hoping that the EP would like end up coming out to be 21 minutes. Cause that would just be I so know. awesome. I know. Uh, but it didn't work out that way, but that's really how like, long that's is where it? it comes from. Like I how is it 13? Okay. 13 okay. minutes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I knew I, cause I think when I listened to it, I was like, that wasn't 20 minutes. I was like, I think that was 16 minutes. And I was like, pretty close. Okay, whatever. We'll, we'll just round up. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> 13, 21, like, it's close, right? <laughs> so funny. But so let's talk about the songs on that EP. Mm-hmm. A lot of your songs have this point of view of either men don't appreciate who I am, or it's men make me feel like I'm fucking crazy and make me feel like I am like garbage which I'm like girl been there done that a thousand times over my therapist knows that about me very well but yeah (laughs) so is it therapeutic for you to write these songs to get it out of your system or has it become something where now it's like sure yeah it's obviously easy therapy but it makes great songs so I'm just gonna run with this emotion and be done with it yeah, no, all, all of the above. Um, it's okay. definitely very therapeutic for me to write songs. And I and I, I don't know, like, I, I have a lot of anxiety. I'm like a very big mental health advocate. And like, I don't mm-hmm. like feel afraid or like ashamed to like let people know, like, I'm going through a hard time or like, mm-hmm. this is the way this situation makes me feel. And um, I, like, I don't know, I guess there's like a sense of therapy also in me that feels good when like I write a song and people are hearing that and they know 
Like this is, this is not just a song. Like this is something that Taylor is going through and this is real. And I, I don't know. I'm like a very, I'm like an open book. Like I don't, there's a lot of things that I don't really care to share with the world. And I don't Mm -hmm. think that like, I don't know. I just, I, that's just how I am. So I feel like it is therapeutic for me. Like I'll write songs and I just like to post them on my story or like now I'm posting them on TikTok. And um, everything, everything I write is like 100% always something that um, I'm going through. And I do write a lot about love. I do write a lot about heartbreak because that's mm-hmm. what I feel like as a 26-year-old who's like trying to like find somebody to like spend my life with. That's just what I'm going through right now. And that's how I feel. And that's kind of just like very prevalent and present in my life. But also in terms of like dating. So like atypical was something that I wanted to write about being like I know I'm cool I know I'm great so like why do I feel like no one else like appreciates that and it was it was kind of less about like a particular guy but just kind of like like something in general like what is it like what is that thing (laughs) um yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah, so I and then same thing kind of with like flawless like flawless was just very like imposter syndrome like I (sighs) I work hard I got all these places on my own but then also like that sense of like, I work really hard, but like, is someone going to see eventually that like, maybe I'm just not as good as like people think that I am or like yeah. people are going to see through me eventually and, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and then like low key stress too was I had like gone on a couple of dates, I think with this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like kind of during the pandemic, it was like when it was not so bad and we would, um, or we, we didn't like really go on dates, but we would like see each other out or like, we would like hang out and like yeah. nothing ever really happened. But it was one of those things where I felt like I was really stressed. Like I get really scared to see this guy because I just thought he was so attractive and just so cool and everything like that. And there would be times where we would be at a bar and my friends would be like, um, you're like really cool right now. Like <laughs> if anything, like he seems like he's not cool. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. am freaking out. Like, I am sweating and I have Ajita. Like, I need <laughs> to, like, get out of here. I feel like a crazy person. And they were like, that's, my friends were like, that's bizarre because you literally seem so cool right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm low-key stressed as hell. And that's kind of where that kind of came mm-hmm. from because, like, I mm-hmm. really was so anxious. And I think that's how I get like low-key stress is like kind of how I get in like every like situation. Like when I'm with somebody that I like, or I meet somebody that I like, like I'm always constantly worried about what they think about me. And I think that has a lot to do with just like my anxiety and like my mental state in general. So I guess it's like, it's kind of about both. Like I definitely wrote this EP about like what I was going through mentally, but also like, I guess the struggle of like, I want to get out there and date, but I can't because we're in a pandemic and that's yeah. frustrating too. And then I yeah. finally like meet somebody and then they're just like, next. I know. Yeah. I'm like, excuse me. I'm really <laughs> I'm great. fucking Taylor Tote. <laughs> yeah. But then also selfish. Selfish is not about a guy. I mean, I guess it's about a guy, but it's not about like a guy that I was like in love with or seeing or anything totally. or dating. Yeah. It's actually about one of my, one of my like closest friends who, um, no it's about one of my closest friends who like I'm not really friends with anymore um and I was like really 
upset and like really hurt okay. and I still am. Um, yeah. But that song is like where that where that came from and that kind of like mm. all happened during COVID. So, and, and I think that that song is cool in the sense that you can relate that to a relationship if that's how you're feeling or if that's what you're going through. But also like, for me, that was about a, a, a friendship a, gone. A platonic south. friendship. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so rare. It's so rare for women to sing about things I mean, again, a lot of these women in my mind are part of big record companies that are probably pushing them to have a narrative that they don't want to share, like, about men. Like, come on, I can sing about more things than men because women are yeah. more than just a man. So it's exciting. Yeah. Even multivitamin. I never have listened to that song and thought about you singing about a guy. It's about you. And I think that's why I love that song it's so yes. much. Is like, I'll be on the fucking subway. I'm like going around New York City, doing my thing in the grocery store. And I, it's like, it's like the Sam, it's like Sam song for me. I'm like, I'm feeling myself. And that's why I love that song so much. Cause that's no affiliation with anyone else. Like if, if I were to like right. associate that song with someone one day and then like we have a falling out, I'll never be able to listen to that song again. Multivitamin, I'm like, it's on me and I love me and I love that song. And I and I love the girl that wrote that yes. song. So this yes. is a fucking jam. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, no, multivitamin is like totally about self and it's totally about mm -hmm. like taking care of yourself. Like I was like, all right, if you want to associate it with taking like actually literally taking multivitamins, sure. Yeah. Like totally. Like, <laughs> if, you you're, imagine someone if you're multivitamin, <laughs> if you're... <laughs> so, like multivitamin is a metaphor for like doing all of the things that you feel mm -hmm. like you have to do to like be your mm -hmm. best self and like take mm -hmm. care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And if your, you know, metaphorical multivitamin includes taking literal multivitamins, then hell yeah. Like why not? Yeah. It was so funny. Like when I first showed my family the song, like when okay. it was like really rough or whatever, I was like, you guys want to hear this? this is so crazy. And um I was playing it for my family or whatever. Mm -hmm. And my one sister goes, is this a real song? And I was like, what do you mean? Is it a real song? Like it, I'm playing for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, no, is this for like school or something? Or like, is this like a, like what? a song that you're like working on? And I'm like, I'm putting this out into the world. And she oh, was like, my oh. God. And then my other sister, Amanda's like, no, I really like it. Like, it's really good. And then, and then Ashley, the sister who was like, is this a real song? She was like, I just don't think I'd listen to a song about multivitamins, like taking my multivitamins. And I was like, Ashley, it's a metaphor. And I was like, are you listening to the lyrics? And, and even Amanda's like, are you listening to what I'm saying? And she's like, oh, I guess I have to like listen more. I'm not like sitting oh, here telling you to take God. your vitamin B12 yeah. and like listing all the like vitamins and their benefits and everything like that. <laughs> But and I, I will like, say, right, so that's where this is going. I will say that Flintstone vitamins are going to be missing out on a sponsorship opportunity if they do not reach out hey, to you. I know. Right, I mean, that's the, that's the thing too. Like, I'll I'll sponsor you know some multivitamin companies too. Why not? <laughs> reach out to me. Hey. <laughs> so, question: a little mm -hmm. off, off, off the cuff, but if you weren't a musician, singer, songwriter. Like, what would you do with your life? Because I'm always fascinated with people like us in the industry. Like, what the fuck would we be doing if we weren't doing this? So I, so this is something that is like kind of shifted and changed a lot. Um, 
But when I was in high school, I mm -hmm. really wanted to be a forensic scientist. Um, I've always been into like detective work. I've always been into Love like that. how you solve crimes. I think Love it that. is the most basic white girl thing ever, but like, obviously I love my crime shows, but like, I yeah. can't like, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. watch those <laughs> fictional shows. Like maybe sometimes I'll watch the fictional stuff, but like very rarely, like I love, yeah. like there was a, um, a series I watched called The Staircase and it's oh, so yes. interesting. It is like the slowest moving documentary <gasps> oh ever in the world, but I just love I watching know. like everything that they were going Unfold. through, mm -hmm. everything that they were doing. Like mm -hmm. I, and I was coming up with my own thing. I was like, nope, like I, and mm -hmm. I knew, like I was, mm -hmm. I was watching this and I was like, based on all of this stuff, like I knew I was like, this guy is not guilty, like yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I just, I, I just, I think it's so fascinating. And I mm -hmm. love, I just love like following up on crimes. I took criminal psychology in college. I mm -hmm. took forensics and anatomy in high school. Like I just was always very, very, very into it. And I actually That's have, cool. um, I think on my mom's side, um, actually my dad's side too. I, I like, we kind of come from like a family of like detectives and, and cops and everything like that. So oh, I, okay. Okay. this was always very, like, I think that was more of like a coincidence, but I yeah. was very, like, very interested in that. So, um, that was something I was considering for a while. And then it kind of shifted into, um, nutrition, probably, I want to say when you wrote my multivitamin, maybe like six, <laughs> no, no, actually like, sorry to say, I don't take my multivitamins. I don't take supplements. Like I'm a liar, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, but no, I would, I'm really into nutrition. I think that's okay. also very interesting, like holistic health. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. and just like, working out, eating right, taking mm -hmm. care of yourself, like all the things that go into that. That was something I was really, I went, I went plant-based, uh, seven, I think almost seven years ago now. And, um, that was something that like, was just very, very intriguing for me. Thank you. I, yeah. uh, and I love it. Like, I'm just, it's yeah. just, it's a part of me. Like, it's just like a part of who I am. I got a lot more mm -hmm. into cooking a lot more into like mm -hmm. mindfulness and everything like that. Yeah. And like being in touch with my body and like, what do I want to eat? But now something that I really, really want to do, um, probably still not for a while, but it's definitely, I think in my cards is to go to law school. And I really want to study entertainment, media and sports law. I have always really been into like that side of the music industry. I don't know tons about it, but I, want to learn more and I also like I always have friends that kind of like call me and they'll ask for advice like they'll ask about like contracts or you know how do I handle this or how do I handle that and and I always really enjoyed that like I really liked when people would call me and like ask these questions and it kind of made me think a little bit harder too and I felt like I understood it really well and so that was something that I was like I think I'd be a really kick-ass lawyer and I, and I just think it's so fascinating and everyone's like, you're insane. Um, that sounds awful. And I'm like, no, like I'm kind of excited. Like I'm excited to go to law school and like, like I just love to learn. So, Same. um, yeah, so I'm just, I'm, that's something that I want to do still in like a few years. Um, okay. cause I want to give my music a really big push. I want to know that I have done everything 
that I possibly could have as an artist mm-hmm. um, before I, I transition into like a new phase of my life. And I like totally. say it like that because like, I don't, I'm never going to leave music behind. I'm no. never going to leave the performance and the songwriting, the creativity behind. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's so many entertainment lawyers out there that actually like still consult on songwriting. They're still producers. They're still creators. Yeah. So, yeah. and and that was something that like a lot of people told me like, well, if you're going to go to law school, like that's it. Your music career is done. And I'm like, well, no, it really, if I want something, I can do it. Okay. Like I can do whatever I want. Like no one is telling me I can't besides myself. So I know that that's something that I want to do. It's just, I, because I have struggled so long with Mm -hmm. my music and it's something that has Mm -hmm. frustrated me for so long. I don't, want to move on to something else before this this is done or not be not not that it's done or that it's like Mm -hmm. at a point where i am like really really satisfied and i know that once i have that then Mm -hmm. that'll be the time for me to like go to law school i have my lsat book i got that shit last year love it i love it i'm really excited i think it's so interesting i took law classes again took law classes in college Mm -hmm. (laughs) i had to Mm -hmm. for my degree so like (laughs) I mean, that's like um, a part of it and everything, but that's so now that's kind of where I'm thinking. And hey, who knows? Maybe I'll like fall in love with criminal law and I'll, you know, still get out <laughs> of my dream from high school. Exactly. <laughs> Sold on criminal cases too. It, totally. I am, I am like very prone for everyone to find reinvention and integration with all of their skill sets. This show is the manifestation of me integrating at all of my skill sets. So yeah. I'm all here for it. I'm all here for Taylor Tote to not only be able to be the music artist she wants to be, but be able to craft together the contracts that she wants to be signed to. Because talk about like taking over the world. Like you would know all the fucking lingo. No one would ever try to like, like cut you a bad deal again, knowing that you're the one who can like read that contract like no one else. Yeah. No, totally. That's like, I want to be able to understand that stuff. It's so important. There are Mm -hmm. so many people, like I know my fellow artists relate and I'm sure you can relate, you know, being an actor and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Like there's people who want to promise you the world. There's people who (sighs) want to give you everything and there's, there's shady people out there and they're going to cut you bad deals. And sometimes, and like, that's the thing though, like the music industry has evolved so much. The entertainment industry has evolved so much. Like 10 years ago, even maybe five years ago, like people weren't getting their degrees in entertainment and music industry. That was like not a thing. So like you had these people who now like, like the people who are teaching us had to go through it. They had to, you know, make mistakes. They had to, you know, get bad deals. They Mm -hmm. had to offer the bad deals. Like sometimes you don't know, Mm -hmm. but now you are, you're having people who are now studying this in school and being taught by people who went through this. Like we cannot, we cannot keep offering bad deals and we cannot keep taking them. So it's really mm-hmm. important for artists, I think mm-hmm. to like really understand like what they're getting themselves into, like in all, all areas mm-hmm. of the entertainment world. So yeah, I mean, I, and that's kind of the thing for me too. Like I want to be an advocate for those artists that like, you know, I went through some really bad deals. I went through some like really bad things. So like, I want to be an advocate for those artists or a voice for those artists who like are still coming up and learning about like what they deserve and everything like that. So question, 
What is your favorite and least favorite song of yours? Okay. So my least favorite song of mine. So <laughs> I started, I listened to like my whole dis discography on Spotify because I want to like, like I wanted to hear like the songs that were coming on next and everything like that. And I feel like there were some songs I was listening to and I was like, oh, like these, they're not bad. Like they're definitely not bad songs. But then there was like one song that came on and I was like, oh no. What is it? I think what it might've been crazy. I think it, I think it might've been crazy. That might've been it. And yeah, maybe crazy. And I don't, and I think it's like, it's, it's a good song, I think, but okay. like, it's definitely not recorded the way it should have been recorded. <laughs> I got all, and it sounds yeah. like my voice just doesn't sound great on it. And I was like, "How was old like, were you?" Oh. I think I was eighteen. Okay. Yeah, I think I was eighteen. Okay. I was eighteen when I recorded it. I might have been nineteen by the time it came out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And those were songs that I was like playing regularly. That was on my first CP. Um, I was like thinking about it too. I was like, maybe I should like, because my songs, like, I just don't think that they're bad. But I'm like. Maybe I should like re-record these songs, these older songs that I have in a way that like Taylor Toot would do them now, which might you. be cool. I, it's something I've been thinking about. I was like, maybe that could be really, really cool. So yeah, yeah, I think crazy, like what off the top of my head I can think of that's out, I think is that song, crazy, yeah. my least favorite. Yeah. And then my favorite, favorite? song. Yeah. Okay, so honestly, <laughs> My favorite song is a song that's not out yet. It's coming out in September, but okay. Ooh, that, so that's this. exciting. Like that's exciting yeah. for people to like you know, look forward to, but mm -hmm. out of the songs that are out currently, I feel like it kind of changes because I think when I can relate to it in the moment, like that's exciting for me, but I, I think I'm torn between like low key stressed and flawless. Okay. Um, I think okay. like those, I, I think those are like my favorite. I think low, maybe low key stress more than flawless. Well, it's perfect yeah. because that is the song you're going to be performing for us today. Yes. I'm, I'm so excited. So, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Cause and also <laughs> I was going to ask, you know, prior, you know, what the story behind that song is, but you already shared that with the audience, which I love. So now we all know we're going to picture you at the bar being low key stressed, even though you're yeah, right? super, super <laughs> cool that day. Is there anything about that song before you go off to perform it that you want the audience to know that, that you didn't share already? Um, I guess the only thing is that if you haven't heard the song before, I think it's going to be, I, I think either way, like it's going to be really cool. If you have heard the song before, you're going to be really um, pleasantly surprised to hear like a new kind of like live rendition of this song on, on acoustic guitars. But also um, if you haven't heard the song before, I think you're going to get like maybe even like a more intimate idea of what the song is about too, before you even go listen to the, the recorded version. Um, that song is like very, very true to who I am, literally in every situation possible. Um, <laughs> and so I think you're going to learn a lot about who I am as a person, as well as just like 
who I am, even in, even in dating in general. So I think there's yeah. there's just a lot of elements of me in that song, for sure. Cool. All right. Well, go get ready for your live performance, and we'll see you in a little yes. bit. Yes. Right. Yay, bye. Can't wait. <laughs> All right, well, I am so excited for this performance, but first, we're gonna take a little commercial break. So go grab yourself a snack, use a bathroom, do whatever you have to do, and we'll see you guys in a little bit. Bye! Uh -huh.